This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to the show. I have something super special for you today. In this episode, I coach an entrepreneur, Matthew Huff, live, and we talk through fear and how that shows up as an obstacle in the journey of entrepreneurship, in the journey of building a business, in the journey of making money. And as I guide him through this process, I want you to listen for what this brings up in you. And just so you know, you know, this is a real live coaching experience that you get to be witness to, you get to be a part of. And there's times in this conversation where I pause and you can really feel the space. You can really feel the connection. You can really feel the insights. And I urge you to do the same. I urge you to listen for something stirring deep inside you because there's something inside you that already knows a lot of the things that you're going to hear me talk about. And as you listen, I want you to give space for that part of you to light up, to grow, to expand. And as you do that, you'll find that you become more connected, more present with that part of your inner wisdom that's always been there, that's here now, that'll always be there, that'll always have the right answers for you. So I hope you enjoy this. Feel free to drop a comment and let me know. Shoot me a message on the Instagrams or all the social platforms. I'd love to know what this brings up for you. Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, this is really high sensation for me to have reached out to you. Uh, hmm. um, yeah, it's intense. Which you did, and you didn't die. <laughs> yes. Question it. From an evolutionary perspective, you're you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <sighs> so just take a take a few seconds to just notice what's happening in your body. Notice the sensations, notice the energy, notice even the racing thoughts. And just allow everything to slow 
down. Good to see you. It's good to see you too. This is uh, I guess this is our first time really talking. Yeah. How are you? Good. It's uh, I'm in Austin, Texas right now, and shit's uh, shit's crazy. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm in the middle of a very intense month for me. Mm. What's happening? I've a uh... all right. Um, I guess. I've been feeling a strong pull to really make bigger moves towards fulfilling a long time dream to be an entrepreneur and call forth this vision I've had for many years now. Yeah. Um, at the start of the year, I finally like, you know, registered this business idea I've had for a long time. And yeah. And at the same time, this thing has been have I've been building this strange coaching practice I call Soul Play. Mm. That's just kind of organically grown out of this private community I've been in. And I've yeah. been starting to get clients with that. And, uh, and and one thing I feel like I have to tell you is that yeah. in the middle of January, I, one fateful Saturday, I took a whole lot of mushrooms. Nice. And I had my first ever experience of like love as a state of being, you know, like experiencing like that sense of being love and yeah, only being able to see love. And uh, it greatly widened my perspective. Mm. And the day after that, you know, while I was still feeling those waves hit me, you know, I was still kind of connected to that stream this, this well, i still have a strong awareness of how alive the universe was you know yeah something told me to reach out to you mm. and and uh connect and see what happens <laughs> <laughs> cool <clears throat> cool what would be great? What would be wonderful for you in this in this time? <sighs> to have a sense that I can support I I can support myself and be and become wealthy and happy being you know authentically expressing my energy. Um I have about 11 days to make rent and I know I can do it, but you know, I just, 
feels like something huge wants to come through and I, and I want to feel like the person who can do it. Yeah. So I'm going to start from a different place. What would cause you to ever think that that's not possible for you? If I knew the answer, I would say, I feel too small. Mm. Too small compared to what? My perception of small compared to my perception of what an entrepreneur, a visionary, a change maker is and is capable of. And I don't have a track record that suggests that that's possible. Mm. What do you think an entrepreneur, change maker, visionary looks like or acts like or feels like that is so gargantuan compared to how you see yourself? I don't like you. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and 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 what's what's so what's the difference between me and you? I know it's not true, but I'm gonna say it because that's the answer that came through. Yeah, I'm a failure, and you're not. Interesting. How do you know that? Because of what I've seen happen when I try to succeed, I, I really pushed myself to go hard and be bigger in New York. Yeah. I made money and I feel like I made a name for myself and it all fell apart. Uh, I went out of a positive retreat and then when I got back, I lost my job. And then over the next several months and now years of trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do, I lost all the money I made and I got back into debt and now I'm here. Uh, and it's just crazy. <laughs> So this is really interesting because as you tell me about that, what I see seems to be completely different from what you see. I see someone who is brave and courageous to follow his, his heart his dreams, his passion, who's putting 
bets on himself, who's taking risks and going for it, who's playing full out. And he's doing the next thing that makes sense. One foot in front of the other and then so on and so forth. And for some reason, it appears that you see the same story. You see the same set of facts. More, that's, right, there's, there's facts here, right, which you shared, like you went on a retreat, came back, lost your job, and so on and so forth. But the story you're telling yourself seems to be very different from the story that I'm creating in my head about you. Because it seems that from your perspective, those things shouldn't have happened. <laughs> so where did you get that idea? It didn't fit my self-image. Right. Isn't that interesting? Because when you just shared that story, I'm the words blowing up in my head are courage, brave, big-hearted, lion-hearted, courageous, which I mean are all characteristics of an entrepreneur, a visionary, a change maker. Change makers make change. You just told me about all the changes you've been through. Entrepreneurs take risks. You just told me about all the risks you've taken. Visionaries see something that's far beyond the current reality, the current norm, the current status quo. You just told me about how you have a vision for how you contribute to the world, how you live your life. And I mean, there was, it sounded like you tried some things and though some things didn't go as well, but there were some things that really did go really well. You, had a, you developed community and you started a company and you even managed to get some clients. And isn't it interesting how we can look at the same facts and you can tell a completely different story. It is, and it's, it's really helpful to have someone outside of, someone I perceive is yeah. outside of my story. Yeah. So here's the cool part. In this conversation, there's actually two of us who are outside your story. And in fact, if I point to it and you look there with me, you will see that you're not that story, right? It's like wearing a, a shirt. Yeah, most of the day, like 
we're not thinking about the fact that we're wearing a shirt or feeling the material of the shirt on our skin. And as we move, it just moves with us and it feels like an extension of our body. Right? But it's not who we are. Because then we think about taking a shower and we take the shirt off. We take a shower and you put a different shirt on. Right? And that's what our story is. We live inside our story. And until we catch ourselves, it really feels like, you know, we are that story. And if the story says that we're a failure and whatever, you know, that inner self-critical voice says, we become that. We become failures. Forgetting that just like a t-shirt, we're wearing that story. And we can take it off at any time. We can put a different shirt on. Right? So how do you feel when you, when you wear this particular shirt? Fucking scared and small. Yeah, yeah. What does that feel like for you? It's like soul crushing and heavy. Yeah, yeah. And so let's just be with that for a second. Because that's what it's like for you to wear this story. That's what it's like to be you right now, these days. And do you think you're more likely to have an idea and then execute on that idea and bring in a bunch of money and pay rent and do all the things that you want or you're less likely living in this story is impossible right right so let's just notice that that this is what the mind does right and it does this because on some level it thinks that if it beats you up, if it rips you apart, if it smashes your heart to pieces, then you're likely to do something, right? But when we look at it together, I mean, it's impossible to do anything feeling this way. Right? It's like pouring a whole can of old spice and then pouring another can of axe all over yourself and going to a bar and trying to chat up women. It becomes a repellent, right? 
And for an entrepreneur, feeling this way, it becomes a repellent for money, becomes a repellent for clients, it becomes a repellent for success, becomes a repellent for all the things that we want. And yet, on some level, right, a part of us thinks that that's the best way to, to make this happen. Right, because there's an inherent mistrust of what would happen if we actually like took the pressure off. Like if I repeatedly stop punching myself in the face, I'm gonna get lazy and I'm not gonna do the things I need to grow my business and make money and all the things. So let me just, you know, as an insurance policy, keep punching myself in the face. Right, that's the unconscious logic. What do I trust then? What do you think? That's the soul of that company that wants to be born. Yeah. That chose me. Yeah, yeah. What would that want from you? Conviction. Um. And it wants to be trusted. Mm. I was chosen for a reason. It feels like such a corny answer to me. I feel like it's supposed to be another one. Like I'm supposed to trust the universe. Or... Right. No, notice how the simple things don't feel trustworthy. <laughs> because it feels too simple. Right. Because it's conditioned deep into us that there has to be pain, there has to be sacrifice, there has to be effort. So what do we do? We make it 10 times as hard. We add 100 times the pressure. We criticize ourselves at every turn. We cut ourselves to pieces. Because it can't be easy, right? <laughs> It's like driving a Tesla that can drive itself and gripping the steering wheel really fucking tight. And being like, it can't possibly be this easy. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just fucking sit here? <laughs> and that's, that's what it felt like when I was deep in that experience I was having there was this moment where I felt myself placed on this nexus where I just had to be this and everything would happen. Yeah. So what would that look like for you? 
first answer is I, I just genuinely don't know. Yeah. It would look like a. It would look like a serious. I don't want to use that word. It looked like. Really letting go of the outcome. Just. Like letting go of the outcome and really focusing, centering, grounding on being, being like Matthew, the entrepreneur, just letting that like as a process and just letting it happen and just getting out of its way. Yeah. And what would that look like if you got out of its way? What, what would it have you do? What would it do through you? One answer shows up is relax. Mm. Just fucking relax into it. Mm. <sighs> yeah. You felt that, right? It's just really hard to trust. It's really hard for me to trust myself. Yeah. like something t inside of me that like tightens up like a fist when I even try to consider like just relaxing into this change. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> That's the ego. That's the ego refusing to let go. Right. And it's totally okay. It's totally okay for it to be there. And it's refusing to let go because it's scared. Right? So let's touch that fear together. Let's hold that fear together. Tell me how scared you are. Screaming, bloody murder, scared. Yeah. Horror film, like. Yeah. Blonde woman screaming.
And then the answer comes up, the question comes up, like, what am I letting go of? Nothing. Who says you needed to let go of anything? And what if, what if it was okay for you to be as scared as you are? What if that was not a requirement? <laughs> it's okay to be scared. Yeah, how does that feel? Frustrating. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't want any frictions. Yeah, there's a part of me that doesn't want it, that does not want the fear. Totally. And that's right. why, and that's the real problem. Right? That is a source of this. That's the little linchpin of this whole structure. That is the core. Because when we deny a part of ourselves, then we just break ourselves into pieces. If I took a car and I broke it to pieces, would someone be able to get in it and drive it to a, a certain destination? So we're the same way. Just like the car needs to be whole for it to be usable, we need to be whole to allow ourselves to be used by life, to allow ourselves to be danced by inspiration. So what if you stop seeing your fear as an obstacle, but actually saw it as a, as a really important ingredient in this delicious pie that you're baking? There's a lot more lightness. Yeah. And I'm left with the question, who doesn't want to be scared? Correct. <laughs> Correct. So if you just suspend that effort that is being expended in the background 
pushing all this fear down? What becomes available for you? I don't know why I was finding the answer. Like there had to be another answer, but there's more, there's way more energy and flow becomes available. Yeah. Would that be helpful in solving your current business situation, you think? Yes, it would. Would it allow you the capacity to maybe make some calls, send some messages, reach out to people you've connected with over the years, check in with them, see how they're doing? And if it makes sense, invite them to a conversation where you can explore how you can help them. Yes. And because you aren't being consumed by stuffing down your experience, you actually have the capacity to hold them in their experience. And because you have the capacity to hold them in their experience and they feel touched by your presence, they decide that they want more of it. And they're happy to pay you for that. Yes. What's looking different now? What feels different? What's different in your body? How is it different to be you right now? It feels like there's a lot more room. Like the fear isn't so overwhelming now. It's like I feel larger, you know? Um, and, you know, there's also a, like a current of relaxation and joy and a feeling of seeingness and an understanding of how valuable that is to be able to give to others. Yeah, what do you think that's worth? Do you think people would want to pay you to experience what you're experiencing right now? 
people who might be scared. People already are paying. Mm -hmm. I suppose I never really understood why. Oh, interesting. Wait, I thought you told me you're a failure. No, I'm not. <laughs> I lied. I'm sorry. You know, there's still, I feel there's still like fear and doubt present. Yeah. And impatience. What if that impatience was actually just excitement to get out there and, and play? If it were, it'd be this energy of wild, reckless abandon. Like, yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that space of pure possibility, right? No attachments. Like, let's, let's, let's play. Let's see what happens. And that's a different gear, right? That's a different gear to drive the car on. It's a different experience of driving. Because you can actually enjoy the scenery, right? You can put on your favorite tunes and you can cruise around. Maybe bring the top down Really feel the breeze. You win either way. You win either way because you're playing with house money. So let's play. How much money do you want to make in how much time? <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to make $2,000 in 10 days. Okay, great. And I can do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. It feels a little small, honestly. <laughs> bump it up. It's 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 your game, right? You get you get to set the rules. <laughs> it feels so fucking impossible. Like, all right, five thousand dollars in ten days. Okay, done. Five five K in ten days. And you'll text me in 10 days and let me know what happened. Deal? Deal. Okay. So what do you, so from this space, right? From this energy, from this state, what appears as an idea or as an option or possibility for the next 10 days? Like, what do you, like, what's jumping out at you is, Oh, this would be a good idea. Wait, I could do this or I could do that. The first one is finally like publicly offer what I've been doing privately. Oh, interesting. That's a great idea. <laughs> and I'm not being facetious. Right? Like that's a great idea. So it's not your dirty little secret. Right? You you can tell the world and I know you're like a, a super connector and you, you have a big community and like people love you. So if you shared this on all your social profiles and, you know, just maybe reached out to a bunch of friends and asked them to share it out with their networks and you poured your heart out and you said, Hey, this is what I do. This is how I help people. This is what I'm here to do in the world. So if this is you, you know, bullet, 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 bullet. And you're struggling with bullet, bullet, bullet. And you want bullet, bullet, bullet. I'd love to have a conversation. Send me a message. That's a great idea. And if there's someone, you, if, if this doesn't apply to you, but... You know, there's someone in your network who matches this, this criteria. Please let them know. Please connect us. What else? Um. I got this. I got this first draft of a novel I've been sitting on. That I'm really proud of. Mm. I don't know if it can make me money in the next ten days, but kill me for it to just sit and rot. Um. Uh, 
look for a beta reader. Ask, ask my network if someone would be my beta reader and read it for me and just give me some thoughts. Yeah, or even take sections of it and post it. And again, ask the world, right? Because you, are you seeing a pattern? Because I'm seeing a pattern. Because you got all this stuff, but no one knows about it. No one knows about you, right? Because maybe there's a fear that if they, if they knew, if they saw you, something would happen. But what if, if they saw you, if they knew, then something would happen, right? Maybe it would move them to want to work with you and you'd make money and you'd help people. Like that also is something would happen. And the common denominator is just you telling the world who you really are. Yeah, absolutely. I've been hiding. <sighs> yeah. But see this is a completely different problem. I mean, this has a very straightforward, easy solution. You tell people in as many ways and as many places as you can who you are and what you do. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty straightforward. No one knows about me. Therefore, they're not paying me money to work with them. Therefore, you know, I'm slipping deeper into debt, blah, blah, blah. It's a problem. Great solution. Tell people about myself. Tell people about what I do. Share how I've helped people already. <laughs> Maybe ask the people I've already worked with and helped if there's other people that they know could use a similar kind of help. <laughs> ask for referrals. Ask for connections. Text and call all your friends. Leave them voice notes. Tell them about what you're trying to do. Ask them for help. Ask them for support. Right? Yes. Because once we clarify the real problem, once we clarify the real problem, the solution is really easy, actually. It's very straightforward. It is. I will do that. Beautiful. I'm gonna let everybody know. So what are you what are you seeing? What are you seeing differently? Right? What are you seeing differently? What are you 
what are you taking away from this conversation? What's what's really landing? Because the the yeah, there's a more practical, you know, what are my next steps? What do I do next, right? But there's a larger thing happening here, right? We're shaking up the snow globe of your mind. And as things settle, it looks like a different world. So what is that world now? What is your world now? What's different? I'm ready to accept my fear. <laughs> I'm ready for a different. I don't want to have another story. Um, what's different now is I'm aware of how I've been holding back out of a fear of not having anything of value to offer. That's and wasting people's time. That's why I was scared to even reach out to you. Right. But I am not that fear. Right. And that also that fear is completely made up. It it's bullshit. Right? You know that. Or at least there's a part of you that knows that. Because if you didn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right? You'd be out looking for a job. I hope that was a conversation that was enjoyable for you as well as insightful. You know, these inner blocks, fear, anxiety, stress, insecurities, self-critical, self-judgmental voice, all of these things, they hold us back from feeling the way we want, from operating at the peak of our capacity as we want. And they make this journey of entrepreneurship a lot harder than it needs to be. They make it a lot more intense and sometimes downright unpleasant. And, you know, I've, I've dealt with pretty much every one of these blocks and, and then some. And one of the things that I'm most passionate about is helping entrepreneurs and leaders and, and high achievers really operate at the level that they're destined to, operate at their full capacity actualize their true potential. And so I'm going to be taking a, a small intimate group of entrepreneurs through a journey, a three-day journey inside their own mind and really help them understand how their mind works. And when we understand how something works, we just have an easier time using it. And so this journey is gonna be called the high performance mind. 
And it's really about that, developing a high-performance mind. So we experience a lot less of the psychological, mental, emotional suffering, like fear, like anxiety, like stress, like challenges with our self-worth. Really all sorts of negative mental and emotional states that hold us back from feeling our best and doing our best. And we'll also learn how to operate at a really, really high level, consistently, sustainably, operating a level of mental clarity and focus and flow. Because I believe that that's actually our default state. Our default state is a state of inner peace and happiness and joy and presence. And when we understand how our mind works, when we develop the skills to actually operate our minds skillfully, just like, you know, we can become an expert driver. And, you know, once we get the hang of how a car works and once we get some practice, just a lot easier. It's a lot more fun to drive a car or we don't have to grip the steering wheel so tight. So that's what this journey is going to be about. And if after listening to this conversation, you want to go on that journey with me and you want to develop a high performance mind so you can operate these peak levels sustainably, consistently, and really move the needle on your dreams, on your business, without actually sacrificing the things that matter most to you, your health, your sanity, your inner peace, then click the link in the description for, it's called thehighperformancemind.com and get yourself on the waiting list because spots will be limited. It's gonna be a, a small intimate group. Um, they're going to go quick. So if this is really of interest to you, put your email there. I'll send you an email a few days before the program opens up for the general public and you'll be the first to know. So I hope you'll, uh, you'll join me in that. And there's a lot of good stuff I have in store for you. So take care, be well, um, drop a comment and share what insights came up to you, what epiphanies you had, what breakthroughs, what things you saw differently, what became clear for you as you listen to this conversation. I love hearing from you guys. And remember that you are limitless. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.